Hello everyone, welcome back to our podcast. My name is Carrie Lindman. And I'm Raven. And we have a special guest with us today. Would you like to introduce yourself? Hello everyone, I'm Hannah. Hannah Ties. <laughs> the one and only. Snaps. Snaps yes. for Hannah. Um, this is Enamel Podcast. Yeah. Um, and Enamel means combining, is it a Greek word? Yeah, Greek yeah. word. Greek word, that means... Um, combining like combining something yeah. sweet with something strong. I yeah. lost my words. I get nervous. Um, <laughs> Me too. But yeah, so we're Very just three cool. girls. Yeah. We're gonna talk about um, femininity, our personal strength and sweetness and gentleness and everything like that. Yeah. Um, so yeah. Very cool. So first, I would like to introduce our guest my roommate of two and a half years well one and a half years yes two and a half years next year right that's exciting kai best gal at college love her (laughs) gassing her up (laughs) hannah's amazing hannah is the one who described me as (laughs) stunning no vibrant vibrant i can't remember the other two just really, she's really good at words. Yeah, vibrant, vibrant, stunning, and dynamic. I remember that now. Very sweet. Nice. I like words. Yeah, words are great. Words <laughs> are they're underrated. They underrated. really are. Yeah. Hey, girl. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. Even the word underrated is underrated. Yeah. Ooh. You guys I can talk about words forever. Oh, gosh, please do. Um, so Hannah, we have a couple of questions for you. Yes. Um, answer them. You don't have to think about them too much if you don't want to. <laughs> okay. Um, what is something you can't live without? Oh, shoot. Um, physical touch. I hate that I'm like this, but same. I literally mm-hmm. will collapse into a ball of tears. <laughs> I don't have it. Yeah, and same. it happens literally sometimes. So, yes. Uh-huh. Yeah, You're nice. oxytocin. <laughs> I know. Oh my gosh. They say you have to have four hugs every day. To survive. Just to survive. Eight to be okay. <laughs> uh-huh. And 12 to thrive. This is what I tell people. Right? Yeah. Isn't that crazy? That's Are why I serious? randomly hug people. Maybe Thank you for saying hugs. that. <laughs> wow. Now, now people won't say I'm crazy. <laughs> if you see exactly. us, hug us. Yes. <laughs> well, no. <laughs> Actually, not everyone. Yeah. You know how there's always that guy that's like, where's my hug? Yeah. <laughs> Fellow gals, please hug us. Yeah, Boys, yeah. you're going to have to ask for consent. Yeah. <laughs> we might not give it. We probably won't. Yeah. Um, <laughs> favorite meal? Um, chicken Alfredo mm-hmm. that my mom makes with fettuccine noodles yeah. and Caesar salad and homemade croutons. Very That's young. beautiful. Yeah. Um, now I'm hungry. Now I'm hungry. <laughs> <laughs> oh. And last but not least, favorite song for when you're in a happy mood? Oh gosh, um, it depends on if I'm in a happy hype mood. Uh-huh. Then it's probably anything on Reputation. Yeah. <laughs> yes. If I'm in a happy spiritual mood, <laughs> um, it's "Wondrous Love" by Jaden Lavik. Beautiful. Mm. But I love Reputation. <laughs> too. It's, I thought you were gonna say Paper Rings. Yeah. That too. Yeah, that's kind of a romantic happy mood. Who's that? It is. Taylor Swift. Oh, yeah. I like shiny oh, things. Oh, song, not album. Okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I do like that song. Beautiful. Um, okay, so, hi, everyone. Disclaimer. <laughs> we are going to be talking about the Enneagram. Yeah, the time burr, 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 burr. It was um, bound to come this way. It was going to happen. Yeah, it was going to happen. Um, so... I know some people don't like the Enneagram. Some people are annoyed by it. We like it. Yeah, um, I do. And we all think, I don't know, it's just I've had some personal, like, I've been able to use it as a tool for growth. Yeah, mm-hmm. same. Um, for sure. And, like, therapy or whatever. And so we've all just had good experiences with it. Mm-hmm. And not, and we're not saying in any way that this is, like, gospel. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but we're just going to talk about um, personality. Um, we're all very different <laughs> girls. Um, which you'll see, and so uh, we just thought it'd be neat to talk about personality. So, um, 
my name is Carrie, and I am a type 7, wing 6. Hannah. Um, I am a type 1, wing 2, but I tend towards my extremes, so growth of 7 and stress of 4. Yeah. Mm. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm Raven. I'm a, a 4, wing 5. Which is um, interesting too because, and this is, um, we didn't even plan this, but it worked out. Um, This is kind of like nerdy Enneagram, and we won't talk too (laughs) much about this. Um, But we're all in different, it's uh, the Enneagram is split into like triads, and so we're all in different ones. So Raven, a four, is in the heart triad, and the, they move towards like withdrawing or, or, or withdrawn stance um hannah is in the right. gut triad and they move towards like a dutiful dutiful stance can you define that for our listeners dutiful um <laughs> move towards people instead of oh yeah so withdrawn moves away from people dutiful moves towards people and then I'm a seven, and I'm in the head triad, and I'm in the aggressive triad, and so you move mm-hmm. against people. <laughs> mm, okay. Naturally. Not all the time, obviously. We all have friends. <laughs> like, we're, like, here we are. We're doing fine. Um, but that's, like, automatic without work. Like, that's yeah. the stance for, like, survival. Does that make sense? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm just processing through that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's interesting. Yeah. Cool. Um, so I guess we'll ask Hannah first. <laughs> What was your journey of knowing that you were a type one? Um, Which okay. is the reformer for anyone it who is. doesn't yes. know. Or the perfectionist. <laughs> Both of those for sure. Oh, I learned about the Enneagram from Carrie. So it was actually my first semester at college because um, we were friends before we were roommates. Um, and I thought it was a four for about six months, maybe. Mm-hmm. I remember that. Um, <laughs> That's crazy that you remember that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I it was like the aspects of a four, meaning like the, the desire to be loved and stuff like that, that kind of drew me to it. And then I was realizing, because I was learning more about others, and I was realizing that there were a lot of things in a one that were even more true than a four. It wasn't like the four was less true for me. Mm-hmm. Um, like it stopped being valid, which is why like I still st- still, still in stress go towards aspects of that also first semester definitely wasn't in the best <laughs> space so I was right. probably displaying tendencies yeah. of a four more because you're on like survival mode exactly yeah. like yeah. you get there and you're just figuring literally figuring everything out yeah um so then I retook the test and was just like studying it outside of that and definitely a one because of like the core desires being um to be like inherently good mm. um and almost everything in your life being filtered by if your core is good or if it's bad. Um, so, like, if somebody brings up conflict, it's not because, like, I, it's not, it doesn't injure me because I'm, like, because it's human conflict. Or it doesn't injure me because I messed up and now other people saw that I messed up. It injures me because I know that something's wrong inside with me. Mm-hmm. So it makes me think that something or it like, makes corrupted you believe my heart. There's something yeah. wrong inside you. Not exactly. That. Right. Not that it's true. Mm-hmm. But, like, my first thought is, shoot, now there's something wrong with me. And yeah. I've got to fix it. Because I have to get back to that state of being good at heart. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. I guess the core mm-hmm. desire is what made me realize that I'm a one. And now I see how everything else can, like, affect that almost. Yeah. Um, even, like, little actions. Cool. And mm-hmm. then why would you say wing two? Um, As opposed to wing nine. I know I'm not a wing nine. Because, <laughs> <laughs> because I don't love conflict. If there's something to conflict about, I'm going to take it, and I'm going to have to say something, and mm. it's probably not going to be the sweetest or most gracious, <laughs> which stinks because my name is, my middle name is Grace, and my first name means Grace, so I should be gracious all the time, and I try to filter it through you Grace, are. but it comes out sometimes not like that, because I want people to know the truth and the good, mm-hmm. um, so that doesn't always mean making peace. Sometimes it means, I don't know, going to mess some things up. Also, I do love helping people. And in my best states, I will. You do? Yeah. And I find joy in that <laughs> more than making peace. 
Mm-hmm. Sorry, please. Make <clears throat> but that's okay. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> I'd rather I'd rather clean up the aftermath of my messes than never make a mess in the first place. Yeah. So. Hmm. Thanks. Very yes, nice. that's my journey. Uh, Raven, what's right. your journey? So, I'm trying to remember when I first heard about the Enneagram. I think it was at work over the summer, like 20, 2018, 18. summer 2018. Um, we were talking about it in the office, and we were trying to figure out all of our types. Like, no one had really taken the test or anything. We were just kind of just talking about it. And I didn't really think anything of it until... Um, first semester started and I don't remember if it was first semester or second semester but that's when I like really got into it started taking the test and I started out thinking I was a five Mm -hmm. I was I was convinced I was a five um I guess it was just because of my bookish tendencies my desire to know how (laughs) things work um I am introverted and I like being the observer and just watching things unfold trying to figure out why they unfold as they do um I guess all of that, and then when Sleeping At Last came out with his um, song about his from the perspective of a five, the song really seemed to resonate with me at the time, and I really mm-hmm. liked it. And so, I just assumed I was a five link four, but I hadn't really looked into the fours much, and um, I really resisted the idea of me being a four at first. It's, the, it's always why. the one you are that you're yeah, like, no. I don't know why I did. <laughs> it never because be me. <laughs> once, I don't know when it finally clicked. I think it was when I started reading. There were there are two points of the Enneagram 4 that hit the hardest. And it's the one, the desire for beauty. Like all the time trying to just find the beauty and everything. And always on this pursuit of finding something greater. Um that part and then the part about always feeling like there's something wrong with me like the ones it sounds like you're easily affected like something you said shoot now there's something wrong with me mm-hmm. like, like if something so, if corrupting the good inside you. yeah i think from a four perspective it's a little different where it's like i'm already corrupted like mm-hmm. everyone else is fine everyone has this or that and they're so good and talented and appreciated and valued whereas the four always has this internal feeling of something's wrong with me I'm lacking something I don't have what they have and so that is this core fear um of the four and I definitely resonated with that I read that and I was like oh my gosh wait yeah I have felt that my entire life mm-hmm. and um so that's when I realized that I was the four wing five because I do have the five tendencies but to my core all the time I am like a stereotype four and I don't know why I didn't just see it before I love it so like it. we my friends and I we just laugh about it all the time because I'll <laughs> say something and it's just out of like if the stereotype epitome of a four wrote a book I basically speak the lines that would be in that book that's uh-huh. just all that comes out of my mouth and so it's pretty funny I love that for you yeah yeah <laughs> and then wing five yeah that makes sense because you said you almost thought you were five. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I wasn't too far off. But yeah. 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 Just had it switched. Makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um. Okay. <laughs> so I am a seven wing six, which is the enthusiast or the epicurean. Is that how you say it? Oh yeah. I guess I should say what the form was. I think it's the artist. I think, or the I think it's the individualist, individualist or the hopeless romantic. There's another one I've heard. Yeah, I could be. I yeah. love fours. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we love you. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah, sorry, but continue. No, okay, good. Um, so I, so we, most people did Myers-Briggs testing in spiritual formation mm, here, but we yeah. did Enneagrams. Wow, so I was kind of like typed um, in spiritual formation. Yeah. Um, and, but I just kind of like dipped it because it was schoolwork. But mm-hmm. I started looking into it a little more over winter break mm. uh freshman year which was over a year ago and um I was kind of like okay I could sort of see this but whatever like I don't think I like the Enneagram <laughs> I was like I, I was like they can't don't put, put me in a box yeah, yeah. I was like they can't, can't define it. <laughs> I was like they can't exactly. put me in a box and yeah. then the description for seven was like doesn't like to be put in a box <laughs> I was like oh <laughs> um but so and then someone had me take it 
um, over winter break, and I did, and um, it was just like a online test. It, it was it was kind of long, um, but it was free. I don't know what it was. But was it the um, the enneagram eclectic? Energies? Oh, the eclectic enneagram. I don't one. Actually, maybe not. I just oh. know that one exists. Okay. Yeah, there and are a few I took because there's the Christian based one too that I took. There's the one Blunt. by Beth McCord, Accord, yeah, who has the does the road back to you. You're an Enneagram coach or whatever. Yeah, you're an Enneagram yeah, coach. That's yeah, the one I was trying yeah, to yeah. think of. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And I think so, that's the one I took. But I'm not sure. I think that's the one I. Because you sent it I to sent me. It. I, that would be the one I sent I to I remember me. I was laying on your bed and Carrie sent it, sent it to me. She's like, you've got to take it right now. So I did. Yeah. Very fun. <laughs> Um, so I took it and it was like type seven and then it made sense because my second highest were six and eight, which are like your neighbor numbers. And, and they say too, not everyone, but most people resonate with both of their neighbor Mm. numbers. And so I'm like a very heavy wing six and I've actually like gone through even this year, like what if I'm a six, I think, but every six I talk to is like, you're not a six. Uh, (laughs) I'm like, okay. So, um, but I don't know. I just, (laughs) so funny. (laughs) Um, I just, like, I like the memes um, about Enneagrams, and I didn't, I was kind of reluctant to use it for, like, soul-searching and, like, self-improvement. Yeah. Mm-hmm. At first, because that's not fun. <laughs> um, <laughs> sorry. That's, like, so different. No, I mean, I'm like, wait, if right. I can solve this internal problem, wow, this is great. But I was, like, I just, like, and this is going to sound so bad, but I just like it for, like, <laughs> That's so funny though because that's our types because you you just want what's fun. I mean not to be like stereotypical, but like you're trying to fix the problem and then I'm like with my wing five or whatever, I'm like like, this is how I work. So if I could understand this then I could make beauty from it. There's the four coming in Uh and like make yeah, make I can make it find meaning in it. So anyway. Yes, I hear you. Um and I think too, like the what's it called being um like aggressive but optimistic I think kind of described me and I wouldn't consider myself like a blunt person but it's aggressive as far as like I feel like I'm kind of like almost always the one that's like making plans like hey guys let's do this like come on like get up you know um and I've calmed down with that a little bit especially too because sevens go to five in health and so I've, like, seen myself this semester mostly be able to just, like, chill and just, like, sit back and, like, observe and not always feel panicky if I don't have, like, my whole day booked or if I'm not, like, doing, like, new things, like, every single second. Like, I've been able to just, like, chill and, Mm -hmm. like, go to bed early and, Mm -hmm. like, take care of myself and actually, like, give myself the recharge time that I need as opposed to, like, a freshman year where we're just, like, oh, my gosh. It was fun, but it was such a mess. Like, I think I spent probably two hours alone all of freshman year. Oh, That's yeah. an exaggeration. But you know what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just, like, I don't know. I just was not healthy. And not that I'm, like, transcend, like, fully trans, I've fully transcended mm-hmm. now. But, like, I, I'm just doing better. Um, oh, also, one more thing. Um, I had an experience with a friend, and, and this was part of what kicked me into really, like, adopting the Enneagram as, as sort of, like, a tool for self-improvement. This was towards the end of my freshman year. But I had, like, I had posted, like, a, I think it was, like, a Type 7 meme <laughs> or something on my Instagram story. Mm-hmm. And sort of, I guess, like, a high school childhood friend who I thought knew me pretty well. Um, and I thought we were pretty close. She, um, slid up on that story and she said like, um, she's like, like LMAO, (laughs) like tell me again why you think you're a seven and not a two. LOL. Yeah. Or just said it really rudely. And like, you guys know, like, I'm just not a two. (laughs) Like, I'd love to be. That's, twos are awesome. But Uh I'm just, oh my gosh, I'm just not. And I realized it's because that was the dynamic of our friendship. Because she was also a seven. Um, And Mm. I I think, and and it was hard because me 
being there for her and me showing up for her, listening, giving to her was a result of self-discipline. But that was like, not only did I do that, but I also remember I would have conversations with her where I would spill my heart out and tell her like, without knowing my core desire, that they were my core desires, I would tell her my core desires, but she only like saw me as like for what I provided for her I guess yeah. does that make any sense yeah. um and so after that I, I got pretty defensive because at that point I had like really resonated with some stuff and I was like wait you don't you don't know me um also last thing <laughs> um I listened to a podcast one time that said that baby sevens look like baby five sometimes because especially if they live in a happy, healthy home and I lived in a happy, healthy home. And so I was in a healthy state. So I was more quiet when I was little Hmm. and I was like still me, but I was like a little more shy and like reserved. So people from like my home church and like who went to like kindergarten through Mm -hmm. 12th grade with Mm -hmm. me would say I'm more quiet. But once I got to Mm -hmm. college, like I... I kind of bloomed into, like, who I really actually am, if that makes sense. Like, once I lived on my own, so. I don't know. But it's, I don't know. It's interesting. That is interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I, there was a phase I forgot about where I thought I was a two. Because, one, Christians are often mistyped as twos. Yes. Mistyped themselves. Almost everyone gets that the first time. And then, two, I do go to a two in stress. Yeah. And so, I mean, I kind of am a two, but the unhealthy parts <laughs> right. of it, too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I hear you. Yeah. I think it, it's it's interesting, too, like, your number neighbors you relate mm-hmm. to. I, I think it makes sense that I um, really resonate with sixes as far as wanting, like, security. And I really, I like security and, like, um, people is it loyalty? Loyalty. Mm-hmm. Loyalty is so big to me. Yeah. Um, and then once I'm loyal to people or, like, a belief or a conviction, like, I'm very protective of it. Mm-hmm. And I have a strong sense of, like, justice for, like, mm-hmm. the oppressed. And that's just kind yeah. of always how I've been. So that's, like, the eight. Um, but, yeah. Very interesting. Very cool. Hmm. <sighs> so, question. What? Can you hand me my water? Oh, (laughs) (laughs) Hannah wants me to hand her her water. Uh, I love that. Um, So how would you guys, has like knowing, not necessarily just the Enneagram, but has learning about yourself, learning about how, you know, God's wired you, Mm -hmm. how would you say, um, is there any way that that's positively or negatively maybe impacted your walk with Christ or your relationship with others or it's you know what I'm saying your relationship with your family like how you see yourself yeah did you want to go or I have something yeah you go ahead um I think there's two big things that like I know off the top of my head um the first is like the tendency of ones to be very um (laughs) perfectionistic and laid out planned out um and for me, I've spent time with the Lord as a habit since I was about 12 regularly, but like one or two since I was like seven because it was a, like it was normal in my home. Mm. Um, but because it was a habit and because it's so easy for me to form the habit, it became only a habit to me. Mm-hmm. Um, and still, like I can be so on fire for the Lord and I can have my quiet time every morning and almost not even value it just because it's the first thing I do. It's the first 45 minutes I spend and then I move on and it's normal. And I, for, I forget that it's important at all because mm-hmm. it's just a part of my every day. Um, so remembering like to go back and to relish it mm-hmm. and savor it yeah. and not just as the first checklist, like the first thing to check off in my day, mm-hmm. it's actually like what I desire like reminding myself that it began as a desire even though now it's a habit Mm. Um, so almost like daily having to wake myself up from lists Mm. to be like this is where I want to be not just where I have to be because it's a habit and I'm stuck with it Mm -hmm. Um, and then the other thing is realizing how susceptible I am to lies Um, because of that desire to be good um desire for other people to perceive me as good for me to perceive myself as good 
um, lies that other people say, lies that I feel, um, even small things that people say can affect me so much more because it's such a core desire to be good. Um, so like somebody can be like literally just offhand, um, like, I don't know why you did this. And I'll literally think about it and be like, am I, Mm -hmm. am I wrong? Like, did Mm -hmm. I mess up? What's my desire behind this? Am I like, do I have the wrong thought process behind it? Like if I, I don't know if I gave time to somebody else and not another person, I'm like thinking like, did I do that for selfish intentions? Did I do that and hurt somebody? Do I need to go spend time more, spend more time with this person? Um, like, what do I do to, like, fix the aftermath of my mistake? Even though maybe it's not a mistake. Maybe it's just me living life. Um, things like if I feel convicted about something, it's not just, like, a conviction that lasts for, like, five minutes and then I move on. It's like I have to fix this wreck in my soul. Um, and it gets messy, and it's easy to get bogged down and almost, like, depressed by it. Um, and then just recognizing that, they are lies and that I am susceptible to them and realizing um, that scripture is the antidote for those lies Um, and being able to go to that actively, um, not just as the habit in the morning like I talked about. Um, But yeah, those are the two things that I've learned even just in the last year about that are good things to know and pay attention to. Um, But yeah. Mm. Very cool. Um, I think for me... um, I think realizing what are these core desires or core fears of mine, finding out that they are true about me, um, because I'd never really thought about it before until I read it. I was like, oh my gosh, wait, yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, That's kind of helped me realize who, uh, I don't know, it, I was very different in high school, I guess. I wasn't emotional I wasn't I mean I wrote um a lot I still wrote poetry and music but it wasn't really a big part of me until college and until I've started like embracing that part of me where it is this like I do have the tendencies of an artist I do want to appreciate the beautiful and the wonderful in every day um but I guess the biggest thing is just um letting myself feel things and not being afraid to be emotional because back in high school or in all before I wanted to be tough I didn't cry I Mm -hmm. um did not want to be so vulnerable um but finding out or just through this process of um figure out figuring out who I am learning more about myself I'm learning that I am pretty emotional and that (laughs) that's okay and um learning to be vulnerable about that learning not to keep it to myself um not being afraid to speak what I'm feeling I mean sometimes I do get um dramatic or um I don't we all I see something totally normal um, to like what most people would see as something totally normal. I, it's just a sweet moment, but I will be like in tears or something because I'm so touched by it. <laughs> yeah. But before I would not be like that at all. I didn't cry at all. I, I don't know. There was this switch where I realized it's okay to be like that. And I realized that's yeah. who I really, who I really am and how I communicate like the love of God through that and through, um, verbalizing those feelings and writing about them and talking about those moments. I, find so much joy in picking out the extraordinary and ordinary things like that's just an incredible thing to me that encourages me and I feel like I can encourage other people through that as well so that's helped me a lot and I'll I will probably talk more about that in our next episode too Mm -hmm. but yeah um, yeah yeah, that's just a little bit of how it's helped me and I guess like on the one hand while I've been learning about how it's okay for me to feel and feeling more and everything I've also learned that I have to be careful about not making decisions based off of that or being swept away by that because as the withdrawn whatever that triad was called Mm -hmm. I do withdraw from people and I get um totally just wrapped up in my own head and everything and it's hard for me to get back out so it's just being aware of that and learning to go to God first and not um just 
getting lost in the torrent in my mind and just um, letting his voice speak over that. Um, yeah, learning to journal. Like, I will get distracted and let a lot of time go by before I go back and journal. Um, and I've noticed how detrimental that can be for me. So it's learning to make that a, um, a more frequent thing because I, that's how I communicate with God. And I think it's very beneficial for fours to do something like that. So it's just learning my various strengths and weaknesses and seeing them actually help me grow spiritually. So, yeah. Perfect. Yeah. Perfect. Um, what was I going to say? Oh, I would say um, I've just learned kind of like the things about myself that are like not good, but like they like knowing that can be used for good you know what I'm yeah. saying uh for growth and so I've just learned like I am like selfish <laughs> and I know like everyone is selfish inherently um but for me that looks like um I'm like it's a weird mix of of selfishness and fear for me when I, when I'm not doing well um of like just making sure that I have like the best experience possible because I get scared of like what will happen if I'm like if I don't have enough or if I don't have enough people that like I could reach out to to hang out with mm -hmm. or if I don't have enough plans throughout the week like at college like to keep myself like entertained and busy and having fun and like seen um, and so my, like, selfishness looks like just worrying about, like, the future and what I'm going to do, um, <laughs> even in, like, the near future. And, like, I've been able, I've, I'm actually seeing, like, I, I've stopped doing this, um, especially this semester and, and um, in sophomore year. But I used to, like, just feel like, and I don't know if y'all get this, but, like, I would, like, go into, like, the dining hall. Mm -hmm. And I would, like, find, like, the loudest, like, most fun possible place to sit. Not me. <laughs> <laughs> Not me. I'd go the other way. <laughs> so that, like, I, and I just, like, I was, every time I went in for lunch, I was like, this has to be the best lunch ever. Like, oh. I have to soak up everything that this lunchroom has to offer for me. Wow. And leave. And that's, like, <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> and wow. I'm learning, okay. like, I don't. And so, like, I don't know, I've just, like, this must have been able to, like, just sit with, like, my girls and, and not worry about, if like, mm -hmm. how great of a time I'm having because that can be, even though it looks fine and it looks like, and sometimes I am genuinely just, like, in a good mood and, and bright and, and, and feeling, like, flower and happy and whatever. Like, even though it, it looks like it's that, like, it, it, it's selfish. Does that, does that make any sense? Yeah. yeah. Like, it's sneakily for my <laughs> benefit, even if it's just mm -hmm. looks like I'm, like, having fun um additionally and this is um a sixth thing too i like break the world up into teams mm. or like good and bad and mm -hmm. so this is oh that could also be like part of going to one in stress yeah. but like so people who have hurt me <laughs> um when i'm not doing well i put like people who have hurt me and like the people they associate with too mm -hmm. which is bad i know um, I put them on the bad, like, evil against Carrie's side. Mm -hmm. And then the people who have proved that they, that I can trust them, they're on the good side. And there's almost no middle ground because my brain connects everyone to either side, to either side. Mm -hmm. Which wow. is so bad. <laughs> so recently I've stopped doing that. <laughs> but that's, like, that's I, I'll good. catch myself doing it in just, like, miniature ways throughout, like, um, like a month or two like I'll do it a few times and I'm just like I, I now I know that that's like a tendency I have and so um, like I don't do that anymore I also like my like co <laughs> like fighting mechanism is very subtle and I just like like roll my eyes <laughs> I know. at people in, like in public <laughs> that I don't like because it's like they can't say anything to me because I can just be like what <laughs> 
<laughs> but it's like I want it's like I'm finding you but like you don't know but you well you know but you can't really tell anyone yeah huh. anyway so <laughs> that's me when I'm bad so on a lighter note um I want to ask you guys what do you love about who you are like what do you love about how God made you Ooh. like how have you been able to just like enjoy um knowing like more about yourself and enjoy life yeah. without kind of like um, your detrimental qualities like holding you back because now you know about them. Does that make sense? Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> <laughs> oh. Oh, gosh. There's so many things that I love about knowing who I am. Um, <laughs> possibly has a lot subconsciously to do with having a system to fit myself into mm-hmm. because that is safe <laughs> um, so if it's there's organized exactly if there's a place that I should be <laughs> and like almost like a system to which I should fit into then it feels a lot safer so mm-hmm. that's the ba- that's the most basic good thing just for like subconsciously the way I feel about myself um, kind of like Carrie said about like the splitting up into sides yeah. because like the one is a reformer and has like a really strong sense of good and evil um, especially internally but also like in the world around them um, but I definitely like that's the way that I see the world I see it very 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 almost like we're living in a spiritual battle yeah um, so it's like seeing how people fit in how I fit into that mm-hmm. um, and then how I fit into other people's lives on that level, if that makes sense. Um, it also helps, like, the way I view stories because I love mm. stories and words mm-hmm. so much. And yeah. having that um, vision of good and evil kind of filters um, seeing the world as a story, as an adventure. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of, it's cool because I feel like being a one affects that worldview of seeing every little, every person, every little person as important because we're all just as much a part of this masterful story and it's beautiful and it's magical and I love it because I get to see it every day and I get to be a part of it um and so I guess that's probably the best part of being a one because I feel like it fits into my vision of seeing the world as a story um and seeing myself as a heroine which is really self-centered but I don't know maybe we can see all of ourselves like that right we're all heroines um (laughs) but I don't know. So, yeah, I like being a one. I Actually, no, I love being a one. Mm. Um, but, yeah. Also, I feel like I don't, I really don't want to sound super spiritual, but I feel like it helps me to see God better, honestly, because seeing that desire in myself and then seeing how I don't ma- match up, seeing how Christ does match up, mm. um, and then seeing how Christ's matching up is imputed to me. Yeah. Um, and how in him I do, and I am, that identity of good that I desire to be so mm. deeply. Wow. So that vision is probably, take out the adventure, that's the best part. <laughs> but, mm. yes, anyways, that's I all I've got. That. Wow. <laughs> yeah, I can kind of go off that and say, as a four, I kind of see the world the same way. I see it with this deeper meaning. I see it as this grand story or drama unfolding and... Um, learning that I'm a four has kind of helped me to um, not feel bad for seeing the world that way, mm-hmm, not mm-hmm. feel guilty or silly for being dramatic because life is wonderful and amazing. It is an adventure and it is beautiful. And so um, just learning more about myself as being being a four um, has just helped me to just... I don't know. I love being able to see the world like that and not pe- not being called crazy for <laughs> yes. seeing it that way. Um, being able to go on and on about how much I love this poem or this story or this interpretation or this word. Um, just, I don't know. I love recognizing the beauty and all of these things and giving meaning to everything and... Yeah. Just knowing that there's a reason why I do that and that it's not just me being silly. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. It's I love having this sense of depth 
um, to myself because my whole life I have always gone deeper and seen more than most people see and I always just I felt very alone in that because people would never go um, to that depth with me like it was always shallow conversation quick small talk and everything and I always wanted to go deeper and be authentic and real and um, just part of that journey as a four is knowing that I don't have to hate myself for being that way Mm -hmm. Um, when people tell me I'm too much or too deep or too heavy I mean I I used to take that um, very personally and I used I used to hate myself for that Um, but over time I've grown to actually love that part of myself and know that God works through that yeah and I can encourage people or even if I do make people uncomfortable I I'm not upset about that anymore. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I heard a quote once, and it's art is to disturb the comfortable, and to comfort the disturbed. So, I don't know. I mm. feel like life is kind of like art, and if I'm going to disturb the comfortable, I'm okay with that. Mm. So, beautiful. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I think I would say like. Also, the last thing you said is so for. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I love yeah. It. <laughs> yep. Um, so I was trying to find it um, on like where I saved stuff on Instagram, um, but there is like at one post um, that said this. Um, it was like you know, or, or it's like how um, each enneagram expresses that they trust you Mm, and mm -hmm. the one for seven and I couldn't find it um but I remember it what it and it said when I tell you like something hurts me Mm. like that's like you know I Mm. trust you and so I think like looking at that I was um like it made me cry because I just like um I want so badly um, to just be unfazed and to just be not necessarily have like a like hard exterior but and to not have emotions but I so desperately like I want everything to just be like fun like happy like and that is and I a lot of people look at that and I don't even know where I'm going with this but a lot of people <laughs> look at that and, and and think like that that that's a result of being like shallow mm. um and like it's it's not um it's sincere and it's like when I'm in a good place I care so much about not only my own experience but like the experiences of others Mm -hmm. and so looking back in my life I've seen where I've been able to bring groups of people together because of that and and welcome like an outsider or someone who um is having like a hard time in a social situation I've been able to say like hey girl like come Mm. on like what you doing you know um and just like like I love playing with kids like I vibe so hard with kids like ages seven and down oh my gosh like I can play on the playground with them for hours and I just like that's why you're gonna be a good teacher thank you like I would have been an elementary school teacher and um I don't know so I don't even know like what I'm saying but I just um, understanding what my bad tendencies are and then understanding as well, like, you know, not not necessarily that I never knew what was good about me until the Enneagram, mm-hmm. but having it all kind of make sense has helped. Um, and, yeah, so I think, too, like, um, I forgot what I was going to say. My sorry, my mind's like. Did your mind ever like bing 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 bing? Oh, yeah. bing, bing. <laughs> There's so much happening. Also, like it's all happening at the same time. So you're like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> also, um, <laughs> I'm like optimistic, and it takes a lot for me. Like, oh my gosh, it takes so much. It takes like a big punch to the heart for me to like be like, this sucks. Mm-hmm. And I've I think you've probably only heard me say like truly complain or truly vent like yeah <laughs> like twice. few, few, few <laughs> but then when you do I know it's so important to you because because yeah. I'm 
it's like, when you don't I, just like come in and be like, oh my gosh, don't say this. It's like when it hits you, it hits you hard. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Which is why, too, if I open up to someone and they leave, oh my God. Yeah. Like, and I'm yeah. getting better at healing from that, but like it's, yeah, that's like hard. So, but, but optimism is like, mm-hmm. I want to like, I think I can like look at a friend situation and be like, mm-hmm. if they ask, which I'm learning, I can say, well, have you seen it this way? Like, mm-hmm. oh my gosh, like pain can be fun. Like it is, oh my gosh, like pain is like, oh. no, listen. Oh my gosh. <laughs> no, I, I'm not kidding. <laughs> like there is so much good after yes. it. Like yeah. when the rainbow comes through, like, and it's so, like, you can get excited. And we need that vision. Yeah. We people who are stuck in this system Like light at the end of the ti- mm-hmm. tunnel, baby. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Ooh. So that probably sounded really like stereotypical, <laughs> but I yeah. like the thing is I mean it so much <laughs> from the bottom of my heart. Like I just oh my gosh, and I've learned I That's thrive amazing. when I have something to be excited about. Yes, which yeah. is why I'm always like spring break, <laughs> summer, wow. weekend, huh. pizza, <laughs> Friday. Like I don't know. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. So I was thinking maybe to end, we could read our favorite line from our Sleeping At Last song. OMG! Yes, please. Let me look at the lyrics. <laughs> oh, we love that air. Take a second. Take a second. <laughs> I think I know mine, actually. No, you can go ahead. Um, Wait, let me make sure. I'm saying it right. <laughs> I don't want to misquote. Oh, um, if you guys don't know what we're talking about, Raven, how would you describe it? Um, so there's an artist, he goes by Sleeping at Last, and he has written, has he done every song now? I think he came out yeah. with nine not too long ago. Okay, he wrote a yeah, song mm-hmm, from the perspective of every Enneagram type. I think, I think he's a nine- yeah, he is. Yeah, um, but he's really studied each type. He's done so much research. He has talked to um, experts on the Enneagram. He's talked to people of each type. So, I mean, he knows the stuff, and he wrote a song, again, from the perspective of each type. So he wrote a song called One. So it's about how um, it's a song from, I don't know, the, the mind of a one, and then he's done that for twos, threes, and so on. And he's also... Well, really, I just suggest listening to his podcast <laughs> about the mm-hmm. songs and, like, how much effort he put into each song, yeah. how every piece matters and has a meaning behind it. Right. Um, it's really interesting and really cool. So, yeah, definitely check those out and listen to this song mm-hmm. um, about your type. Um, okay, I have my line. <laughs> Sweet. It's, it, it's, like, the second verse, um, and I was pretty sure I had it, but um, it's, How wonderful to see a smile on your face. It costs farewell tears for a welcome home parade. A secret handshake between me and my one life. I'll find the silver lining no matter what the prize. Oh, Which I wow. think I like literally said earlier. Yeah, yeah. you I did. Was like, yeah. Pain is so fun. That's <laughs> like, amazing. Because um, I just, oh my gosh, so I love. So see how My favorite well. emotion is laughter after tears. You know? Wow. That's so poetic, Oh my too. goodness, that was like, poetic. You know when like, you <laughs> cry with, like, to your friends and then they like, make yeah. you giggle and, and oh um, okay, can yes. you please go listen to After Laughter by Paramore just for me? Yes. She says laugh till we cry. And Aww, it's called After Laughter. But so sweet. Anyway. How did we just sound exactly the same? <laughs> <laughs> we did that? Aww. We were roommates. Like, <laughs> <laughs> we both, like, we'll be listening to one person tell a story, and we'll, at the same time, we'll be like, mm-hmm, yeah. These same Like, tone. in the same, these same cadence. Case. Like, yes. same times in the story. Okay, go on. That's Sorry. awesome. <laughs> Uh, you can go if you want. I don't. You know? I literally okay. love it all. Go ahead. Yeah, I know. Well, I'm having trouble choosing <laughs> between two, I know, so right? I'm just going to read both. both. Yeah. Good. <laughs> so one is, maybe I'm hiding behind metaphor. Maybe my heart needs to break to be sure. One day I'll wear it all in my sleeve, the insignificant with the sacred unique. Um, That's good. Yeah, so good. And then this <laughs> last one, this got me. Um, he says... I'm stuck swimming in shadows down here. It's been forever since I came up for air. Flashlight in hand determined to find authenticity. Only poetry could even begin to try to describe. Ooh. 
And I'm like, oh my gosh, literally my life. (laughs) That is the life of a four. And just the fact that he got that. Well, yeah, he definitely is. (laughs) For sure. No doubt. Uh, I'm feeling it right now. (laughs) Ravens in her feelings. I'm going to write a poem. Do it. Amazing. Hannah Banana. (laughs) I used to hate that nickname. Because <laughs> I hated bananas. I hate bananas. Well, I'm like the hedgehog bananas, named Banana. So. I know, he died. That's, well, that, you don't want to say that. <laughs> no, but that's why it's <laughs> important. <though>. Be positive. <laughs> Wait, right? Don't talk about it. Like, but the importance is in the fact that his little life was significant. <laughs> Carrie's like, don't talk about it. No. Oh, man. <laughs> um, I don't know. This whole song, even like the words, like he talks about lists, which is. And perfection and searching desperately, which is such a big deal. Um, even like talking about how, like time and process and, yeah. Jeez, almost every word is so important. Mm-hmm. Every word. Right. You can read the whole thing, but you have to I'm be not dramatic. Gonna, I'm not going to read the whole thing. <laughs> you have to sing it. I yeah. have to do it as if I were Dr. Adkins. Right. And oh my I'm gosh, not going to do that. <laughs> <laughs> what was the question? Are you wait no say so I was going to guess which <laughs> one it was, but say it oh it's my sister's favorite oh gosh i think as much as i love it all the best part is um it says because i've spent my whole life searching desperately to find out that grace requires nothing mm-hmm. nothing of me that part, that exactly part. that's my sister's favorite one too mm-hmm. it's like the culmination of all of it all of yeah. the searching all of the running all of the adventure that's good because it's a part of life, and mm-hmm. you can embrace it, yeah. even though it's sometimes really desperate. But then all of, at the end, as Christians, there you go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, we don't have to search anymore. It can be a part of our identity. Yeah. But it's already finished. Yeah. Anyway. It's really cool mm-hmm. to think that <laughs> everything we're looking for is right there in God, right next to yeah. us. So. Yeah. 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 Well. I love there it. There you go. There you go, guys. <laughs> Goodbye, you guys. We love you. you. Share this podcast if you're still listening. If you are, you're crazy. (laughs) Um, And then snaps for Hannah. Thanks for being here, girl. We love you. Amazing. Thank you, Hannah. So much fun. You're welcome. (laughs) We'll see you guys soon. See ya. Bye. Bye.